Hello, and welcome to the IR Weekly Podcast, keeping you up to date with all the latest news in the realtor world. I'm Jeremy Geckner, and on today's episode, we are honored to welcome the 2022 Illinois Realtors President, Zeke Morris. Zeke was inaugurated at our 2021 fall business meetings in Naperville and has the distinction of being the first African-American president in the association's history. It is always a treat to talk to Zeke as he's a wonderful storyteller, and it's especially prescient talking to him now as we embark on Black History Month in February. All right, and so we want to welcome uh, Zeke Morris, the president, 2022 president of Illinois Realtors here to IR Weekly. Thank you so much, Zeke, for taking some time to talk with us today. Well, Jeremy, uh, thank you for actually having me and taking the time to uh, uh, to look at what we're we're talking about, which is so much so very important, which is to, uh, the uh, American dream. Yes, absolutely. So we're going to get to a lot of things here. We are so excited to have you on. Um, anybody who's talked to you knows what a joy it is to talk to you. So now we're just going to take it to the masses here. Um, so, um, but before we do that, you know, in case anybody doesn't know you, um, of course you are our 2022 president. But um, let's just give them a little ninety thousand foot view of Zeke Morris here. Like what it, what was it about uh, real estate that got you involved and got you to the point uh, where you're at? Well, I, um, I've been involved in real estate for a little over almost 30 years. And uh, what got me involved is I uh, I purchased my first condo and I wanted to, uh, I actually wanted to uh, be able to understand that process. And so I got a real estate license and um and with that, when I purchased a condo, I wanted to also uh, learn how to manage that the, the condo on behalf of the association. So um, that process kind of kicked me off. And I, I sold my first home in, uh, in 1996 and um, thought, it was a, thought it was one of those things that should be easy. Uh, it was, that one was easy. To be honest, so my first one I sold, I think in in ten days. I, it was a Northside uh, condo uh, that I sold for a uh, resident that was buying into a new development that I was working on. And so when I sold that home, I was like, "Wow, this real estate thing isn't that hard." <laughs> <laughs> and because uh, it was, I I took care of it. The the and the closing went uh, smooth, uh, very smoothly. And then the second home that I was trying to sell was a two-bedroom townhouse. And uh, so I went from a two-bedroom condo to a two-bedroom townhouse, and there's a difference. Mm-hmm. There was yeah. <laughs> a huge, huge difference. Uh, wound up selling it, but it took me uh, probably almost 120 days to get uh, uh, to get an offer on it. And, and at that point, it kind of let me know that... Uh, each deal is is different, and so uh, here I am today. I've got the bug, and and once I started selling real estate, I got the bug for leadership, and, and you know that came from a few folks. One, um, you know, one person that I would uh, say is uh, Frank Williams uh, was one of my mentors, and he made sure that uh, I understood the value of uh, being in leadership. And then another person, uh, which probably most folks won't uh, remember uh, or think that he, and that was John Varanis. I remember I was on, I was serving on the property management committee and he provided me with, uh, you know, with some assistance in terms of some things that I needed uh, for, uh, for the property management department. And, 
And he, he gave of himself freely without me having to ask. He made sure that I had the information. And so uh, he then uh, encouraged me that, hey, that's what leadership is about. And so uh, those are the two folks that I, I mean, I, I have hundreds of folks who have mentored and, and encouraged me along the way. But those are just two uh, two stories. I wanted to just, just uh, I always have to mention Frank uh, <laughs> because, you know, he's he is the uh, godfather of real estate. And uh, and then I just, you know, it's, we from time to time forget that it's a journey. And so we want to make sure that I want to make sure that people know that you don't get there by yourself. Absolutely. And of course, Frank made a a fantastic appearance at your inaugural gala up at the fall business meetings uh, up in Naperville. Uh, Such a memorable time. Uh, I got to meet him there, too. Such a wonderful human being. Um, So that was great. Um, And thank you for that uh, view of your life there. Um, But yeah, let's let's start drilling down into it here. Uh, So this year, your theme is... um, as president, everyone deserves the American dream. Uh, so if you wouldn't mind, like, can you share with us what do you what does the American dream mean to you personally, Ezekiel Morris? Well, I mean, the first thing is, if you look at the American dream, I feel like I'm loving the American dream. So uh, my wife and I are, you know, uh, my family is a beneficiary of opportunities provided for us in terms of uh, our parents my friends and my colleagues. And so what I mean by that is, is that there, you know, as we go through life, one of the things that we think about is, is um, what, how do you have opportunity to build wealth? And, and through the American dream is the one way to do that. And so what do, what does that mean for me? I have been able to, um, to create wealth for uh, not from, you know, not so much for my children, but, I am looking to uh, be able to do that for my children's children. And so uh, I grew up, as most folks don't know or do know, uh, I grew up poor. And and in doing so, uh, when you grow up, you don't, I didn't realize I was poor until I went to college. So with that, um, I was able to, you know, to uh, graduate and uh, get to a point where I was, uh, able to purchase real estate with um, with basically based upon the money that I and my wife had, was able to save them. And we moved on from there. And so in return, I want others to have that same uh, experience, which is home ownership. And so in this coming year, I want everybody to uh, all of our 50,000 members to help us make the dream of home ownership a reality for everyone of all incomes, levels, races, and genders. Well, we can all get behind that. You know, um, it's no mistake either. It's, it's a great time to get you on the podcast being the first African-American president of the uh, association, especially as we are now in the midst of Black History Month. Um, you know, this past week uh, on our podcast, we did kind of an amalgamation of a, of a, of a couple of different interviews with some people. And um, one of the things that stood out to me when we were doing those was Daryl Powell Lee, when he was describing the history of African-Americans in real estate when he said, you know, if this is a race, uh, we basically started like 20 minutes after everyone else. And that just made such an impression on me. Um, 
And, you know, just the way that it never, it doesn't get talked about a lot, you know, in terms of real estate specifically. But, um, you know, as we are here in the midst of Black History Month, um, let's let's get to know you a little bit more personally on this as well. Are there things that you like to do uh, during February, during Black History Month to, to celebrate? Well, I mean, I, I think that uh, February is the month that we traditionally celebrate it. But I, I mean, in, in all honesty, uh, Black History is 365. So happens every day um we just take that that um we take that time to highlight it as a as a culture and as a nation uh but black history actually occurs every day and i think that um what we do in our daily lives is really about black history what do i want to do i do i take you know when my children were young we took that time to educate them on um you know the expectations of the culture, meaning um, making sure that you are moving in a different direction or moving to uh, leave things better than when you got here. That's the, uh, to me, that's the the most enjoyable thing that we want to do with ourselves and uh, for our children and for our children's children. You know, that was another thing that was very constant in that podcast was a lot of people said that, you know, like, yeah, like, and again, it was Daryl Lee who said, uh, you know, our history doesn't fit in a month. Um, you know, it, it, it fits all year round. Um, and that um, our history is American history. That was another thing there. Um, you know, you already mentioned some of your personal mentors, but um, during this month, are there um, any African-American prominent leaders of the past that, um, or even the present that you look to as, as inspirations uh, in your leadership role? Well, I have a, uh, I'm glad you asked that question. I have a picture on my wall and it's a, it, it's a, uh, a picture that reflects Malcolm X, mm. uh, President Obama, and uh, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. And so those are uh, three folks that have I mean, they have three different approaches to life, uh, but there are three people that I, I look up to in terms of they were change makers. And so uh, those are the kinds of folks that I look at. I, you know, I, we can go back in our history. Uh, I remember the day that Harold Washington became the first uh, African-American uh, mayor of Chicago. Um, you know, so it's just, there are, are so many things out there that help you to understand uh, the, the importance of, of who we are and whose we are. And that is, you know, we could talk day in and day out regarding, um, you know, who do I look up to? There are just so many who came before me. And, um, and the person that I always go back to is Frank Williams. He is the, I look to him and say, and I see, uh, that he gives you the inspiration or the motivation to continue uh, to do what you do. And he always says, keep on keeping on. Well, you know, this year we are celebrating uh, and highlighting a lot of firsts in the industry. Uh, much like yourself, they are individuals who are the uh, first persons of color uh, leading in their respective roles and companies within the industry. Um, you know, there's VPs, uh, presidents, broker owners, team leaders, uh, all kinds of things. Um, and while these new appointments are very justly due uh, of great acclaim and acknowledgement, we also recognize that being the first of something may sometimes come with a very heightened pressure and anxiety uh, that can come from that. Um, do you have any kind of advice that you would want to give to these people if they do feel some of that pressure and that, or that anxiety? Well, the, the first thing is, is uh, understand being the first is 
there is a there is a huge amount of uh, responsibility that comes with being first, and that is is that uh, you have to you've opened the door for others to follow. And the the most important thing is is, is not to think that you by yourself have to make everything change while you're there. Uh, it's a it's a journey. It's a process. And so what we should be doing with our lives is making sure that uh, we are uh, showing others that this is uh, the one of the ways that you could achieve uh, your goals. And that's uh, so the biggest thing is, is don't think that you have to do it all by yourself and don't think that that uh, people expect for you to be uh, the one that that uh, makes everything change. Uh, it, you know, we've been at this for over 200 years. And so what we are trying to do is, is, is continue to make progress. Um, and so I will tell anyone that I'm the first at this spot, but I'm not the most talented. I'm not the, uh, you know, the end all to be all. I am uh, a person who stands on someone else's shoulders. And I realize that it is important for me to be able to uh, do the same and let someone else stand on my shoulders as they move or, or step up to that next level. And then the final thing I want to say about to folks is, is that we should learn that sharing our, of information is paramount with, uh, with all folks. One, and not be afraid that if I teach you something that you uh, will be afraid that you're going to accomplish more than me. I believe that, uh, you know, um, whatever, um, whatever God has in store for me is what's going to happen for me. And my job is to share uh, what I've the knowledge that I've been given so that others can do or to exceed. And if, if you can exceed what I've done, then that's a testament to me because I can say that I, I was part of that uh, that journey for you. That is fantastic advice. I'm going to take that uh, to heart myself. Uh, no, because I, I love your collaborative uh, spirit there. You're right. Like there's so many times people compete with each other and that's not what it's about. It's about moving the ball forward, you know? Um, so yeah, the team comes first there. Um, perhaps a little lighter before we wrap up, uh, but you know, uh, are there any... Um, must watch or must read things that you want to point out to people, any TV shows, movies, documentaries, books, anything that, uh, that, uh, you're looking forward to reading this month? Well, I mean, I, um, I want, uh, folks to just choose what's important to them, but one book that, uh, I, I continue to, to refer to is, um, the color of money. And that is important. Um, uh, and, from, you know, just from the perspective of it just talks about um, what is it that we can do to help uh, move move the needle forward in terms of uh, it's not going to happen in a day and we have to collaborate with others in order for that to happen. So that would be the that would be one of the things that I would like for folks to, you know, just to look at and, and pick out, a, you know, uh, pick out anything that is important to you. Uh, one other book, which is not a, you know, it's not a, uh, a, a book that is uh, specifically about uh, African-American history or, uh, the, you know, the struggle. Uh, there's a book called The One Thing, which is, you know, which is basically teaches you how to be 
of the individual that you want to be. And that is uh, do and do what you do best. And some things, when you do that, you have to learn that there are going to be, everything's not going to be perfect in your life. And there's going to be things that you have to accept that allow you to be messy. And those things are messy, uh, but you concentrate on the thing that you do best and you do that and you work with others uh, to handle the deficiencies that you have. And, and that's how you grow a business. And that would be one of the things that I would uh, want everyone who is um, who's a realtor uh, looking at how they can improve themselves and their business. That's that would be one of the things. And and, um, you know, I, I think that that's a that would be a really great thing for uh, anyone to uh you know, to do, which is to better themselves. Yep. Just going to write that book title down right now. Cause I need that one as well. <laughs> I think anybody in the world could use that. Um, so Zeke, just one more question here uh, before we wrap up, but um, you know, we have many new realtors uh, who have entered the industry the past year or so um, as a history maker, you know, representation matters to realtors of color, uh, especially African-American realtors um, to those who are new to the industry and even those who are not actively involved in the association, even, um, do you have any message for them uh, that you would like to you would like to share? Well, um, I would probably like to share this with my colleagues. I would like for them to uh, be on the lookout for talent and people that they think have the ability to uh, to be an asset within our organization and. If they feel that they don't know how to quite reach them, uh, contact me uh, to give them uh, my thoughts on why it's important to be a part of this organization and to be active and to understand uh, what it is that we do and why um, we want to be in a place where we can have an impact within our communities. So that would be my challenge to my colleagues and to someone who is thinking about just being in the business, I want to invite you to the table. I want you to understand that, uh, you know, um, if you feel that uh, you're uh, alone, you're not. If you feel that uh, you have to do it by yourself, you don't. And know that there are a lot of folks like me that are uh, in this business that are looking to uh, make sure that others are successful. And so utilize us and, um, and get to know and understand all of the, uh, you know, there are so many different cultures within, uh, within our industry. And if we all just take a moment to understand each other, I think that the world will be a better place. And that's what we're looking to do in terms of uh, Illinois Realtors. Absolutely. Well, I can vouch that the realtor community is so caring and so giving of their time. Um, and especially uh, President Morris, uh, we just want to thank you once again for your time today, sitting down with the Our Weekly Podcast. Um, for sure won't be the last time this year this happens, but uh, we are happy to get you in for the first time. And just thank you so much for joining us today. Well, thank you, Jeremy. You are one of the, you know, you you know, you uh, one of the one of my favorite people because you are always out here pushing things. Oh. And- 
know. You make it happen. You make it happen. See, so. I don't need anything else. Now it's all downhill for the rest of this year. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you so much, Zeke, and we will talk to you soon. All right. Talk to you later. That's it for this week's IR Weekly Podcast. Thank you all for listening. And as always, give us a rating and a review on your podcast app of choice. And if you want any more content, simply search for Illinois Realtors on your favorite social media app. We will see you next week. Thank you.